Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. Goddamn Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. So they had to do one little kick and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me. Bet with your head. No over it. What's happening, guys? Welcome to The Juice, the serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler. I am your host. My name is Memphis. You can follow me on Twitter at DWZMemphis. And we're going to be breaking down the AFC and NFC championship games today. Uh, I am still working on that guest. Uh, I will start there before I get into any promotion. So there's a guy. Like We all have our favorite content. Whatever yours is, whatever. Obviously, you like gambling, fantasy football. That's why you subscribe and listen here at Player Profiler. And we appreciate that. Um, I've been almost a full year working with the gang here at Player Profiler, and it's been great. Um, Matt and Theo and Billy and and Maddie and just everybody, Seth. And I'm going to miss people, so I'm going to stop naming people. It's been great, but we all have our own YouTube, um, I guess, algorithm, whatever you watch. And I like poker. I've, I like to gamble, play cards, bet on sports, etc. And I, I found this young guy. His name is Corey Iring, and his last name is spelled E-Y-R-I-N-G. And when I first found his content about a year ago, probably less, he was doing what I would consider very run-of-the-mill poker vlogs, shorts, um, just sessions of him playing cards. And then somewhere along the way, he went from focusing on poker to just making really compelling content. And he has such an interesting perspective on gambling. Uh, I love his editing style from a production standpoint. It's unique. It, it, It looks bad, but if you've done any video editing or work with video editors, you know how hard uh, this guy's content is to make. He's he's truly an awesome content provider. So my new goal, my new mission between now and the Super Bowl is to get him just to do a one-on-one conversation, 15, 20, 30 minutes about gambling, his perspective on gambling, money, bankroll management. If you go watch any of his stuff, it will be very interesting. It doesn't necessarily tie to sports betting. But that's okay. We, we, we can like other things and, and just enjoy good content for the sake of being good content. Uh, I think you'd really like it if you were a poker player. Um, but if you're a gambler and not afraid to get in a little action, uh, he definitely doesn't bet with his head. He may bet over it, but it's a fun show. His name, again, is Corey Iring, E-Y-R-I-N-G. Uh, check him out on YouTube. He doesn't do a podcast or anything. That's where I found him. And speaking of content, if you like other things, if you like fantasy football, especially dynasty fantasy football, we're back on live stream on Sunday nights with the Dynasty Warzone. Uh, been back a couple of weeks, uh, back tomorrow night as I record this today. Tomorrow, we're going to do freezing cold takes. We're going to look back at our worst takes of 2023. We are not afraid to tell on ourselves. We're a very honest and, and forthright podcast. We get a lot right. We do get the occasional one wrong. Uh, But when you get them wrong, you got to own it, and that'll be next week. And then if you're looking for rookie content, that's going to be the following week. That dead Sunday between the Super Bowl and the conference championship games, we're going to do a rookie mock draft on that Sunday. I think it's Sunday, February the 4th. 
So be sure to stay, stay subscribed everywhere. Uh, Player Profiler YouTube, Podcast, Dynasty Warzone YouTube, and Dynasty Warzone Podcast. If you want to subscribe to all four, I will not stop you. But if you're a podcast consumer and you subscribe to both the Dynasty Warzone channel and the Player Profiler channel, that's what I'm looking for. If you're a if you're a podcast consumer, same thing. Just double dip wherever you get your content, and uh, we'll get into this week right after a word from our sponsor, Bet Openly. Hey, so many ask me, what's wrong with sports books? Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple: they don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them, not so much. Until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer to peer betting in all states, and you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With code Underworld, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on Bet Openly. It gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set. Think about it. That's what betting should be, and now that is the reality. BetOpenly.com. The code is Underworld. Check it out. Yeah, and if you haven't checked out BetOpenly yet, this is a great week because there's not a lot of of action to be had on the games. You know, you go from the NFL season where you have 16 regular season games most weeks, and then you go to the playoffs and it drops down to like, was it 10 or 12? And, and then it drops down to eight teams, and then now we're down to four teams. And then so, – so the amount of inventory out there to bet on shrinks, and you might find a rogue or crazy line over at Bet Openly, promo code UNDERWORLD. Uh, let's jump into last week. Two weeks ago, went four and one against the spread, and then last week, one and four. Back to 500 for the playoffs and one game below 500 on the season. Uh, officially over 100 bets for the year and right at 500. I'll do a quick recap of last week, and then we'll move on. Got the week off to a good start, and then it stopped. Uh, had the Texans and the Ravens over 43 and a half. The, the Ravens did more than, than their share. Uh, but the Texans, man, that, that offense just struggled last week. But that was a win. Got over uh, largely. I, I was nervous. Looked at that first half score. It was 10 to 10 at halftime. I was like, man, I don't know. And then uh, Houston didn't do anything else. And their only touchdown was the was the kickoff or the uh, punt return touchdown. So, uh, but we got there. That was our one win. Uh, and remember, th- these are contests. I have to pick five against the spread. Uh, I didn't love it. I, I took the 49ers minus nine and a half, and I knew I was in trouble right out the gate. Uh, Brock Purdy looked bad in the rain, couldn't grip the football. Just, I I know, and I've been a Brock Purdy fan, and I know people have beat up on him, but this is an example why you want the the, the traits, the big hands, the the strong arm, because every team plays in weather sometimes, and and he looked, he looked like the last pick in the draft throwing the ball last week. Did not look good. Uh, the Niners won, but clearly didn't cover the nine and a half points. And then the Lions game, man, this one was one that I I was you know feeling really good. I'll talk about my props here in a minute. I thought I was going to scoop it. And and for those of you that don't play poker, scooping this means I was going to win the whole thing. I thought I was going to win both props. I thought I was going to win both bets. But the the Buccaneers did not cover the six and a half. Uh, I get when they went for the two-point conversion. I know a lot of people killed them 
for going for the two-point conversion, it's technically the right move uh, because if they get it, they're down six. And then another touchdown, which they still need, causes them to win. And if they don't get it, they have the shot to get it on the next time they score a touchdown, which they still need. Uh, I wish I would have been on the right side of that variance and they they would have converted the two point and I would have got there by a half point, but I didn't. And then I also had the under and I was feeling really good. This was like, again, 10 to 10 at halftime. Offenses weren't looking great. And then all of a sudden the floodgates opened and I knew I was in trouble quickly. This one was uh, was tough because I I thought I had all four bets won on the Lions game, but I obviously did not. And then the Bills and the Chiefs, we had a shot. We had a shot to get that tie and then see what happens in overtime. The kicker stoinked it, but, you know, drop passes from the wide receivers. The Bills' defense was banged up. I mean, they pulled A.J. Klein off the street to come out and play linebacker for them. And and Kansas City's a really well-ran team with a great quarterback and a great head coach, so uh, Bills couldn't overcome the situation, and I didn't take this into account, but they had a pretty big rest differential. In the divisional round, the the Chiefs, or excuse me, the wild card round, the Chiefs had played on Saturday night against the Dolphins, and then the Bills had played on Monday. So you're talking about a two-day rest advantage. Uh, I, I could have uh, handicapped that one better, but that that is the week that was. So we're five and five in our contest this week. I had to pick all four. I had to pick both games against the spread. I had to pick both games against the uh, against the total. So I will jump into those real quick. We'll wrap up with some props and uh, we'll get you out of here. Uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens. I'm going to go over 44. Uh, I've seen many times that the the Ravens have given up a lot of points at home. Um, I'll go ahead and go into my pick on the game. I'm going to go Ravens minus four. Uh, getting Marlon Humphreys back will certainly help the defense. This defense is good. And Isaiah Pacheco's banged up. Joe Tooney, one of the best guards in the NFL, banged up, not likely to play. Um, I know it's a chest peck injury, but I think it's a tear, which should keep him out. Uh, don't uh, doubt offensive linemen, though. Those guys are tough and strong and I would not be shocked if he played but I don't think that he does um I think the Chiefs have had a good run they've had a good draw Miami at home in freezing cold temperatures was a good draw at Buffalo rest advantage Buffalo banged up that was a good draw I just think that that the Ravens will be able to outdo them like I said man Ravens against a good defensive team with D'Amico Ryans and the Texans 30-plus points, and I don't know how the Chiefs keep up. So I think this is a high-scoring game, but I think the Ravens ultimately win it. So on the AFC Championship game, I'm going over 44 total points, and I'm going the Ravens minus four. And then we have the game where my co-host on the Dynasty Warzone, Jerry, big, big Lions fan, loves the Lions. Uh, But Jerry, I'm going against them again. I had them last week. They hurt me. Uh, I'm going the Niners minus the seven. I see it some sports books at seven and a half. Uh, seven's the limit. I think I could get a push there, worst case scenario. But I think the Niners just run away with this one. Um, at home, weather's supposed to be good. Brock Purdy should look better. And the Lions' defense against the pass is so bad. Uh, I'll be very curious to see if Debo plays. I think he does. I'll get more into that in the props here in a minute. 
But I think this game goes under. I think it goes under the 52. Uh, I think the Lions will do okay defensively early, and then this one will get away from them late, very similar to how the game went against Tampa Bay, except they'll wind up losing. I'm, I'm going to say they're going to lose somewhere 28 or, or 31 to, to 17. I just don't see the Lions scoring a bunch of points against this defense. And this is Jared Goff, and I'm trying to remember the exact number of games. This is his first game outdoors. Now the weather's now the weather's not bad. It's supposed to be pretty decent in San Francisco on on Sunday. But this is his first game outdoors since like early November, late October, because of games against like the 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 Vikings and other teams with a dome. He's been largely indoors for the for the last few months. So we'll see how that impacts him being outside. But ultimately, I'm I'm going Niners minus seven. And the game total under 52. And then the Ravens-Chiefs game, again, Ravens minus four. And the game to go over 44 points. So there are my picks for my contest at pregame.com. I'm currently 500. Um, Goddamn Detroit Lions got me. Uh, We'll get into some player props a little bit better week last week on player props. And, of course, brought to you by Underdog. It has been two years since Josh Larkey paved the way for fantasy gamers to start expecting positive returns from Pick'em games, specifically underdog Pick'ems. And how do you do it? Well, you look at the slate and you find a great shootout or a sneaky shootout. You also look for a shit show game. Three, four, five, six guys in one game. That's right. You can do it. You can do it. And you can 100x your payout on underdog. Think about week one. Jets-Bills was a shit show. Did we see the Aaron Rodgers injury coming? No, but we knew the Jets have a good defense. We knew the Bills have a good defense. Why not expect the worst? And the worst is what we got. So if you had gone Dalvin Cook less than, Garrett Wilson less than, Aaron Rodgers less than, Josh Allen less than, Gabriel Davis less than, boom, 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 boom. You can go six for six. Same thing in week two. Oh, week two. Well, sneaky shootout there in Philadelphia. Minnesota's going to be in comeback mode, so we'll go Cousins, Jefferson, Hawkinson, more than. Madison, less than. But also, Swift, more than. Boom, 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 boom. That's how you do it with the underdog pickums, and you use promo code UNDERWORLD to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You put in 100, underdog matches that deposit up to 100 bucks with promo code UNDERWORLD. Go start picking. Yeah, very grateful for Underdog. They've been here with us all season long. Use the promo code if you've never been there and uh, you're looking to get in on the action. Let's review last week real quick. I'll hit you with some props this week and uh, we'll get we'll get going. Uh, last week I had CJ Stroud over 21 and a half pass completions. He had 19. I was bummed. I was like the game script lined up with him completing a lot of passes. Uh, they gave up late. They knew they were down. They didn't go for the cheap the cheap trying to score extra points. He finished with 19. That was a loss. Isaiah Likely, over 36.5 receiving yards. He had 34. Uh, only two catches, but this game was out of hand, and they rushed the ball so much in this game with the lead that I, I knew that one was uh, trouble. Uh, the, the Packers and 49ers game, uh, Jordan Love over 249. He didn't even have 200. Uh, so that was a loss, but Jordan loved to throw an interception. Uh, he threw two, so so that was a win. 
And then that Detroit game. The Detroit game was good to me on the prop side. I had Jameer Gibbs over 23 and a half receiving yards. That was a win. He had 40-ish. And Trey Palmer over two receptions. That was the part of the of the Detroit game that was the bummer to me. Both those guys hit those props early in the game. And that they hit them at a time to where the score and the spread were in my favor. Like I said, I thought I was going to get all four. But uh, went two for two in that game. And then the final game, uh, I had uh, Khalil Shakur over two and a half receptions. That was a win. And Josh Allen over 226 passing yards. I don't know how the hell they score 24 points and he only has a hundred and whatever yards passing. Just very, very mind-blowing. So went two for two on bets last week and went two for two on leans last week. Four for four on the week, still up seven units on the season. Let's jump into this game, uh, this weekend's games. Uh, we are going to go, uh, we're going to go in reverse order. Now, the the Chiefs and the Ravens are the nightcap there in Baltimore. Uh, I'm going to do those props first. So first one, I'm going Patrick Mahomes over four and a half rush attempts. Uh, and that's lay a dollar 30 at our sponsor bet MGM grand. Again, use promo code underworld, get a deposit match. If you live in an area where that's possible. Um, but he set a career high this season in rush attempts and rush yards, including six attempts last week in what was a very close game. And I mentioned earlier, Joe Tooney going to be out. I think Baltimore will push pressure up the middle, which will cause him to roll out. Uh, obviously, he's very good at throwing on the run, but I think he'll take the opportunity to uh, get some rushing yards. Uh, his rushing yardage prop was 26 and a half. But what scared me off of that was he had these six attempts last week, and he only rushed for 19 yards. So he's a tactical scrambler. He's not a, a Lamar, a Josh Allen. I do think he gets his attempts. And this becomes a free roll if at either halftime or the end of the game, Kansas City happens to be leave, leading the game. And you know he, he kneels down to end the first half or – kneels out the game in the second half. So four and a half rush attempts feels like a, a good bet. And that's one of my two bets in the uh, AFC championship game. My other is Rishi Rice under six and a half receptions. Now he's been over and under this number back and forth for the last four weeks. The last four games, he's went 12 catches, six catches, 12 catches, and then four catches last week. But for me, it's the return of Marlon Humphreys that has me leaning to the under. Um, completely capable of doing it. Uh, I think if you're looking for yardage, or excuse me, reception over props, I was looking at some Marquez, Valdez, Scantling, and Justin Watson. They're both on BetMGM Grand. They're both over one and a half catches. Uh, that's a low bar to cross. Uh, I was also looking at Isaiah Pacheco. His is three and a half. But ultimately, I just thought if this had been five and a half, I wouldn't have touched it. But at six and a half, I think it's such a big number in such a big spot for a rookie against a good corner. I'm going to go Rishi Rice under six and a half receptions. And I have two leans in this game as well. I'll hit those for you right now. I'm going I'm going Gus Edwards. We've got, I'm going to go Clyde Edwards here in a second. Uh, but Gus Edwards under 10 and a half rush attempts. Now, we saw last week with Buffalo that Kansas City is not very good against the run. But for me, the reason why I'm, I'm going under 10 is in that big win last week against the, the Texans. Gus only had 10, but Justice Hill had 13. Gus had 10, 
Dalvin Cook had eight in his first game with the Ravens, and Lamar had 11. It's not that I don't think Kansas City will run in this game. I think they will. I think they'll, excuse me, that Baltimore will run. I think they will. They'll run effectively. They'll run well. I just don't know that Gus is going to get double-digit rush attempts. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if if we see more Dalvin Cook getting him up to speed in this offense. Not that John Harbaugh doesn't love Gus Edwards. If you play fantasy football, we know he does. But I just don't see him getting 11 rushing attempts. So that's my lean on one lean. And then the other one is Clyde Edwards Alaire over seven and a half rush yards. And that's lay a dollar ten at BetMGM Grand. And I was like, that 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 seems awful low for a guy who's had 21 yards or more in two games in a row. Now he's been used sparingly this year since the emergence of Isaiah Pacheco, but Pacheco's got that toe injury. And you know, he missed a couple of days of practice. And I clearly understand he's going to go. But I, I think we could see more CEH than we have in the previous games because of the toe, where instead of getting a series or two and Pacheco gets the majority of it, I could see them working in more Clyde Edwards, especially if the game script favors more passing. Not that Pacheco can't catch, but this is just such a low number and it's lay a dollar ten at BetMGM that I, that I just think I would make that a lean. And then we'll go the uh, early game on Sunday, the Lions and the 49ers. I'm going to go Brock Purdy over one and a half passing touchdowns. Now, this one's late, you know, 200 at bet MGM grand. But the Lions have given up 35 passing TDs on the season, including three to Baker Mayfield last week and two the week before to Matthew Stafford. Uh, I think that this is a game that the 49ers are going to want to win. And I think Shanahan's going to want to build confidence in his young QB going into a Super Bowl game. So I'm going Brock Purdy over one and a half passing touchdowns, minus 200 on Bet MGM. And then I'm going back to the well one more time. Uh, one of my favorite players, he's been so good to me on props this season, it's Jameer Gibbs. And I'm going Jameer Gibbs over three and a half receptions. It's minus 105. That's a good number. Uh, the reasons why I like this one, the 49ers have given up the fifth most receptions to the running back in the regular season, and they gave up three last week to Aaron Jones. And if you'd look at Aaron Jones' receptions and reception props, he hadn't been overly involved. But I think there's something schematically about this 49ers offense that allows teams to attack via the passing game with the running back. And Gibbs has hit this number two weeks in a row. He's had four catches. Two weeks in a row, both of them in tight playoff wins, and that was in wins. So if they get behind, I could see an easy road to where more involvement of Jameer Gibbs. And then I wanted to make this one a bet. This one's a lean um, because, it, because it could be a George Kittle game. George Kittle has smashed at home, but I'm going Brandon Ayuk as a lean over 76.5 receiving yards, minus a buck 15. And this is just. E easy handicapping. Detroit's bad against the pass, and they've given up the third most regular wide receiver receiving yards. And we just saw Mike Evans go bananas. We saw Puka Nakua go bananas. Uh, and the secondary's bad. And I know Debo should play, but I think Debo is going to be a decoy in both the running game and the passing game. He'll he'll be in motion a lot. He'll be moving a lot. I don't know that if he plays, they want to get him in a lot of action. Because now, if, if they get behind or the game is tight, you could see more Debo.
But I think ultimately you're going to see a ton of IU. You're going to see a ton of Kittle. And Debo will be out there because his shoulder hurts, not, not his legs. But I don't think they want him taking a tremendous amount of contact, which doesn't sound like, oh, Debo's playing. That's that's great for Brandon Ayuk. It's, I think it's the opposite. I think Debo's out there is it is great for Brandon Ayuk because he'll be taking defensive coverage away, but he won't be getting the target. So Brandon Ayuk over 76.5 receiving yards. And final one, my man, Jameer Gibbs. I love him uh, like, a, like a son to me at this point. Jameer Gibbs over nine and a half rush attempts. It's minus a buck 30, but he's had nine or more rush attempts in seven of his last game, seven of his last nine games. And the 49ers have not been great against the rush this year. They've given up the fourth most rushing yards in the regular season. My opinion on this game is that you're going to see Detroit lean heavily on Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jameer Gibbs, and uh, Sam Laporta. And Laporta may get in more blocking because there's a good pass rush with San Francisco. I just think it's time for Jameer Gibbs to take over this backfield. Nothing against David Montgomery. He's a fine running back. But Jameer Gibbs is this offense as Alvin Kamara. This, if you play fantasy, a dynasty, which is you know one of my passions as well, um, he's a must-get. He's my running back one in dynasty right now. That may be crazy for some. I, I just love the usage. I love the talent. I love the guy. And there you go. A little bit shorter, less content to go over. So a little bit less content uh, takes a little less time. So that is the show. I'll be live Sunday night right after the AFC and NFC Championship game with my partner Jerry over at the Dynasty Warzone. We'll be live streaming. Of course, we'll talk about the game and we'll talk about some freezing cold takes. I appreciate all of you. I see you guys watching in the chat and in uh, on live stream right now. I appreciate your support as I do this at 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning. I'll be back with a Super Bowl show, and then we'll be done with the gambling content for the year. But those of you that have been with me all season, I really appreciate it. I hope you do well this weekend, and uh, I'll catch you in two weeks. Next week's off. You guys have a good one. Take care. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show. Figure we's a little juice. No, we think the juice. When we add up all those inches... That's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. We won a game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak.